This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. There are hundreds of social media influencers in Las Vegas. They tell us where to eat, where to sleep, how to gamble. But how good are they? And what happens when their feuds go public and messy? Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we welcome the OG influencer, blogger, and commentator Perez Hilton. A celebrity in his own right, Perez recently made Las Vegas home, and he's already laying down the dish. It's Tuesday, February 27th. I'm David Figler, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Perez, you're an OG influencer, some say the original influencer, and you've made Las Vegas home. Since you moved here, let me ask you this. What's been the most fun experience you've had posting on social media? The most fun experience posting on social media? I can only think of right now, literally a a couple of days ago, I had a four-day staycation at the Fountain Blue with my son for his birthday. Yeah. So I'm still immersed in that because we ate at, I think, eight restaurants at the Fountain Blue. I I got a, a culinary tour of that new property. And I also took him to do so many things on the Strip. They're allegedly is this, uh, I I might say, a fallacy that a lot of locals don't like going to the Strip. I mean, I haven't been here that long, but I still enjoy going to the Strip. It's one of the reasons I moved here. I feel so lucky to live in such close proximity to so much going on. Yeah. I mean, we often say that one thing we all have in common is that we pretend to care less about the Strip, but be fascinated by every little thing that happens on the Strip. (laughs) And so, you know, when we do go to the Strip, I think it has to be a special thing because we are maybe, oh, um, I don't know, a little uh, immune to its charms and splendor after being here so long. I did see the video of you and your kiddo. Uh, They gave you some gifts and you opened it up. And that must have been a lot of fun for both of you. I mean, I have been doing what I do for 20 years now, literally 20 years this year. And I'm still so grateful. I got emotional rewatching the video because, you know, they made my son so happy. And that really is the power of hospitality. It's much more than just a room somewhere. The team at the Fountain Blue made our stay there so memorable. Like I was surprised. It was really full because I kept hearing people, oh, I went to the Fountain Blue recently and it was empty. I'm not saying this because I stayed there and they were kind enough to give me a media room. So I didn't pay. I like being transparent. But it was full. It, there was also a convention staying there. So things are already starting to pick up for them. Well, you make a really good point, Prez. For good or sometimes for worse is when the influencers put a light on what's happening at the properties, uh, they either course correct or they suffer the consequence of like really bad publicity. Um, I'm thinking about the other day, you had shared a post on your Instagram from Radio Heather 
uh, who has uh, been on our show before. She's great. And, and she showed us two sandwiches side by side, one from an influencer who was invited there uh, to sample the, the sandwich and one from a regular customer. Um, they didn't look exactly the same. But her point was that the influencers often get an entirely different experience than other customers do. So what's an influencer supposed to do? Um, is this a warning that we should take recommendations from influencers with a grain of salt? Or are we supposed to thank you all for, you know, like shining the lights? I don't like that word influencer because I don't believe anybody has influence. I think we all have opportunity, but mm. you're not you're not going to force anyone to do something that they don't want to do. They need to have a, an inkling of desire there already and you just push them over the edge. You know, if I see somebody eating at a restaurant and it's uh cow tongue, I have zero desire to eat cow tongue no matter how good you tell me it is. That's an example. I actually would eat cow tongue, but... Um, yeah. Well, if the cow tongue comes with a pretty bow and like gold <laughs> leaf when you do it, and then the average person comes in and it's just a gray slab, that becomes disappointing. So do you do you all have a responsibility? Because more eyes are on you than the average person. Well, a, a few things. One, I've said this before. If I'm posting a restaurant or an experience on social media, I have been given that for free. Okay? Mm-hmm. And... This is how I operate. A lot of people don't. You know, if I had a totally terrible experience, I'm just not going to talk about it. I don't want to be responsible for hurting a business, even if the food isn't that good or the service wasn't as awesome as it could have been. And I'm very transparent about that. I don't think that means I'm deceitful or dishonest or anything like that. If I do say I liked something, I really liked it. And like, wow, thank God I got this experience gifted and I can genuinely say that it was awesome. There's a local creator who's very popular nationwide. His name is Keith Lee. Oh, sure, sure. He he makes a very similar point that he wants to be treated just like everybody else. And on one hand, I, I respect that. But on the other hand, that's just not how things work. If you I mean, are... places clamor to have him come yeah. because they think it could be their salvation. Yeah. So I, I guess perhaps if... even those of us who don't follow influencers or don't want to call them influencers or don't feel that they're influenced are still impacted overall by what these folks like yourself, like Keith Lee, are doing out there. Does that make this sort of the the new advertising in a way for these places? No, I, I believe that everything matters. I believe that word of mouth is important. I believe that traditional media is important. I believe that signage on the storefront or on the street, I think it's collectively the the, the total equation, the big picture. You know, yes, social media can be very impactful, especially if you have content that goes viral, Mm, but that could be a one and done situation. You know, in the food industry, you need repeat customers. You need constant people walking through the door. So uh, if you put all your eggs in one basket, I think that's dangerous because, you know, social media algorithms change or this platform changes that or whatever it might be. So you need to have a holistic approach to entrepreneurship, I believe. So back to Radio Heather's post, what would be your advice to businesses? Her point was that creators get special treatment. Mm -hmm. My point is, 
uh, so do really rich people. So do celebrities. So do uh, friends of the owner. You know, special treatment for privileged folks has always existed. The goal, obviously, is to have as consistent an experience as possible. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how many people are posting about your donut shop or whatever. If your donuts suck, yeah. eventually it's going to close. Eventually. Eventually, eventually yeah. you will fall under the weight of your own yeasty bad donuts. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's um let's switch gears for a sec. Um you've been following a long drama now it seems between and I'm going to use the word because I think they all self-identify as influencers. So the long drama between the influencers Vegas Starfish and Polly C. What's that all about? Well, it's a really long story, but um they used to work together and they had a falling out. Uh when Vegas Polly C was starting his influencer career, he paid Vegas Starfish to create content for him. And along the way, she alleges that there was a lot of unethical behavior on his part and has made a lot of allegations against him, which she detailed in a lengthy and receipts-filled YouTube video that's still it's still up on Vegas Starfish's YouTube channel if you want to go watch that. Yeah, so, you know, the two of them had uh, this falling out, and yeah. it's been played out for a year now. Sometimes it gets weird and dark, and <laughs> there was a um, a video that Polly C posted uh, that probably fits into both those categories. Can you maybe describe that one? Because you had posted that as well. Oh, you saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Um, I uh, will have to say allegedly, because I don't know, but um, I'm an elder gentleman nearing 50 years old. I'll be 46 in March. And my educated guess is that he had been drinking I'm going to... This is Polly C we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to theorize that he was allegedly drunk uh, Mm -hmm. and he was live streaming. And that's always a dangerous combination. Live streaming while drinking, not a good idea. Yeah. Somebody was... uh, Influencing under the influence. Yes. somebody Mm -hmm. Somebody was trying to get him... For some reason, one of his live viewers was nagging him, either wanting him to do this or daring him or policy ended up in the bathroom at Circa and took his socks off and just started fondling and playing with his feet and in the toilet. Mm. And mm-hmm. Um, mm. yeah, it was uh, it was something. He had also asked, and this is the part that really got me, whether or not the person who was challenging him or daring him or whatever wanted there to be um, uh, more of a scatological component to the dipping. It was horrible. And yet, you know, I'm always reminded of um, the Howard Stern thing that he used to say is that the people who loved him would listen to his broadcast for two hours and the people who hated him, the trolls, would listen to his podcast for three hours. And... I, I don't think all of the allegations against him recently have had a negative impact on his growth. I think he's continued to grow and continue to uh, have local businesses reach out to him 
so good. Listen, I, good on him. I, 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 I'm not trying to get anybody canceled. I don't care. Do whatever you want. And uh, there's room enough for everybody. I, I'm not, I'm not his demo. You know, if I had to guess his demo is, uh, the Trump audience, Mm. And uh, Vegas Starfish's demo is not the Trump audience. And there's probably some crossover. <laughs> I, I mean, in my mind, I, I wonder if it's just engagement farming, that they're all oh, just looking for this attention. I was about to say that's absolutely a part of it. That's, you know, that's tied hand in hand to, you know, all press is good press, especially when you're an influencer, you know, because they're just helping each other you know and obviously the bigger fish is vegas starfish so it makes sense pun intended yeah 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 (laughs) it makes sense that vegas policy is going after her because Uh you try to get the attention of goliath and uh, it helps you grow along the way and also i've observed the two of them for so long now that you know, they may not view it this way. And a lot of influencers might view each other as competition. I think, and if I looked at their analytics, I would probably be correct. My educated guess is that Vegas Starfish and Vegas Poly C have very different audiences. Mm. And uh, there's room enough for them. And there's room enough for everybody. You know, like going back to what I I said about influencer, right? Like there's so many, quote, influencers now in Vegas, like hundreds. Like, are they really influencing? No. I mean, I might see, I, I don't follow somebody because of the content. I follow them because of how they show me the content. I follow them because of them, because, you know, you might have an opening of an event and there'll be 30 influencers there and they'll make 30 videos, but, you know, most of them might be very average or basic or boring or not stand out. But then that one influencer that I love, oh my God, I want to go there because she really can, like, she's amazing. I love, oh, she had the best, I need to go there. I, I just look for good videos, first and foremost. What makes a good video? What makes someone a legit influencer through their Good videos. I love that I have this opportunity to reach a local audience in Las Vegas, and I'll share one of my favorite up-and-coming and and hopefully definitely on-the-rise creators. Her handle across – her handle on Instagram is J-U-L-Z-K-I-M-M-M, Jules Kim. What makes her videos great, for example, is she hits all the marks. You know, it's the – right amount of length. She's got writing on the video, captions. She's got music. She's got sound effects. She's got voiceover and live audio. Just like the amount of, like, I don't put that much effort into my videos, you know, because I don't consider myself a Vegas influencer. I'm just sharing my life. Well, you come, you come to the table with a following. A lot of these people are seeking this, some say desperately. And I guess that goes back to this feud between Vegas Starfish and Polly C is, you know, I'd imagine their livelihoods are involved. And I guess that's the next place I want to go is like, how much revenue can some of these influencers make every month? Someone like Gen G has, I don't know, tilting towards a million followers on Instagram. She, I think she's at 850 now. What, what's the money that they're all maybe, you know, the, the pie that they're fighting over? Easily tens of thousands a month, you know, uh, depending on what kind of brand deals they have. Uh, wow. A lot of the restaurant, well, a lot of the influencers that are 
smaller, you know, they're not making money going to restaurants and these restaurants aren't paying them to review the establishments, but they are, a lot of them, doing social media for the restaurants. So they'll get, oh, pay, they'll get, pay, they have agencies. So they'll get paid to create content for, you know, this restaurant and that restaurant and to answer their DMs and all of that, which surprised me. I didn't, I didn't realize that, uh, you know, like um, Las Vegas Phil is a very popular local foodie and he's got a marketing agency that does that kind of stuff. Uh, Unlocked, another popular foodie creator who also does the same. He'll create videos for all of these restaurants and uh, make money that way, which is good because then they have steady income. They know I'll make this much this month. Somebody like uh, Vegas Starfish also does that. She does videos for the finger licking foodies and lip smacking foodies tour. So then she has regular income every month. And then on top of that, they all do brand deals. You know, a lot of them did some Super Bowl uh, sponsorships, um, you know, whatever it might be. So yeah, if you're a bigger creator, I'm guesstimating, but for the local audience, you know, but I'm probably 20K a month. Hmm. With with all these slick videos and all these influencers, you know, however they get to the to the uh end, the gold ring, um, putting out all this content, do you think that it's possible that they might be, I don't know, overhyping? Even Las Vegas? I mean, does Las Vegas, is there a downside of so much attention in such a slick and often very positive way? Absolutely. I mean, if you're saying something, because as I mentioned, things are subjective, what might be the best thing ever to you may not be to somebody else, you know? So you, you have to take everything with a grain of salt. You know, if it piques your curiosity, then check it out. Uh, but somebody's best may not be somebody else's even top 10. Right. And if at the end of the day it's shitty donuts, uh, it's going to blow up. <laughs> and and I, I think that might be a, a cautionary tale for a lot of these companies that rely maybe too heavily on the influencers, you know? Um, in some of your recent videos, you've been talking about the concept of kindness. And I'm wondering if kindness, well, I don't want to even say because it it's going to make me sound bad, but is kindness the new snark, you know, like genuine and earnest um, approaches to thing? I mean, Perez, how do we get to a better place in the social media influencer world? How do we find that kindness? <sighs> That's tough because, you know, it's survival of the fittest a lot of them think you know they are all allegedly in their minds just trying to go after the same money and and there's a lot of jealousy and insecurity at play whereas if you've been around long enough you realize you know it's there's a seat at the table for everybody it's how you view the glass is it half empty or half full i like to view it as half full i don't know i don't know uh how you make things better because as we saw recently, uh, you know, drama still works. It still yeah. gets clicks. Scandal yeah. is is good for business. But what I appreciate from your videos is this earnest desire for more kindness in this space, in this influencer space. Why is that important to you, Perez? You know, I've been doing what I do for 20 years now. And one of the things I love doing is helping other influencers or anybody really. Like I also help a lot of musicians giving feedback and my opinion. And uh, I don't do this 
publicly. Like I do it behind the scenes and it's, it's just, I like helping others and hopefully they'll, they'll take my advice, but a lot of times they don't, you know, it's like children. I have three kids and they, they've got to make their own mistakes. And I do believe, especially because we're in Las Vegas, it's a smaller city. So mm-hmm. it's better if everybody does get along because you're going to run into these people and, you know, I don't want ill will with anyone. Well, well said. Well, Perez Hilton, welcome to Las Vegas. You're officially a local now. And thanks for joining us here on CityCast Las Vegas. Thank you. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed the show, hey, go tell a friend. Rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Till then, stay lucky. I believe all press is good press, even bad press. The only negative attention is no attention.